the City Rev Life podcast. I'm Pastor Roby, and I have a very special guest with me. This is one of my favorite humans. Wow. Like there's a wow. There are a lot of humans alive and a lot of humans that have lived. But this is Pastor John Lash of Greenhouse Church. If you're driving right now, just you know, take your hands off the wheel and just applaud because this is by this faith. Is John. By faith, Jesus take the wheel. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Pastor Roby what you, here's some things you need to know about uh, Pastor John Lash. He is a lead pastor of Greenhouse Church here in South Florida, which we love. Also very involved with Church United, of course, very important to Greenhouse and to in a city rev, and also a hockey fiend. He plays roller hockey. Played roller hockey in, at, in college, right? At the University of Florida. Go Gators. Yes. That was one thing I forgot about. So yep, yep, yep. John just maybe he's, matter, maybe he's my top five doesn't favorite matter. Humans. Just um, drop down a little you bit. You drop down a little bit on that That's one. Fair. Anyway, but played hockey in college and plays hockey to this day and um and scored some goals this last time. He was just yeah. telling about it. I live vicariously through through his through the his hockey playing. But that is not why he is on our podcast today. Um we were talking recently about prayer. And one of the things I love about you, John. Um, is just is your pursuit of the Lord, personal pursuit of the Lord, love, how much you love the person of Jesus, and a great culture of prayer and worship and seeking the Lord at Greenhouse. Mm. But, uh, but we just, um, John is one of the, my brothers that I love just talking about just our own private, personal relationships with the Lord. And recently, uh, John was telling me about this idea of bathing something in prayer, not just praying about it, but bathing it in prayer. So I thought I would love to share some of that or have you share some of that yeah. with just those that are listening to the podcast. So talk to me about bathing in prayer, bathing yeah. something in prayer. Yeah, well, first off, City Rev, what's up? It's great to be with you guys. Uh, Roby is also one of my favorite humans on the planet. He pays me to say, to say that. that. I, I don't, That's but it's, it's fine. I it's do fine. pay. It works out great. Uh, but no, Roby is a great friend and a brother, and I'm, and I'm very... Um, I'm excited to be with you on the podcast, but just thankful to have you as a friend. So, awesome. uh, yeah, the conversation generated really out of personal conviction from the Lord, to be honest. Um, I am not, some of you are, are intercessors, meaning you just can't help but pray. Like when someone's like, hey, we're going to do this prayer meeting all night. You're like, yes, that to me sounds a little bit like torture because um, I'm an extrovert. I'm like, are there going to be a bunch of people, you know, but um. But I love Jesus, deeply love Jesus. I want to see his kingdom come. Mm -hmm. I realize that God's kingdom is not going to come based off of great personality or articulate communication. It's going to come based out of a place of faith and prayer. And mm -hmm. so I am committed by virtue and diligence and discipline, really. to I want to be a person of prayer. I yeah. want to be a man of prayer. And um, so I was sitting down seven months ago, maybe, mm -hmm. at this point with, um, with my mentor and pastor um, and... We were just talking through, we sermon prep and plan together, and we were just talking through, hey, you know, as we get close to the end of the year, what are you thinking mm -hmm. about? What areas has God been convicting you about? And we landed on this idea of, you know, John, we, we pray about stuff. I pray about stuff. And, and I think, you know, it, it's part of what we do as, as disciples, but as pastors, you know. But I don't know if we like pray, pray about stuff. And what mm. I'm, what what we ended up landing on is this idea of, um, imagine if we were thinking of the idea of baptism. I'm not sure actually in your tradition what you guys do Go in regard it. to baptism. But we were going off this idea of yeah. baptism. We're like, you know, there's different traditions and and they do different things. And I think you know you've got some traditions they sprinkle, some traditions they immerse. That's what if we you do. you guys do. The, we immerse. Okay, yeah. we immerse too. Okay, good. I didn't want to like <laughs> so no, proudly immerse. So amen. All right. So so I'm like, you know. I think if we're not careful, what we end up doing, it's not that we don't pray about things. Mm. What we do is we're like, Lord, 
here's a situation and we'll just kind of like, there you go. You got a 3D experience here. And we just kind of like, God bless him. That's actually 4D because you sprinkled just, it just, on the camera. Off the, okay. on the camera. Yeah. And we're like, Lord, you know, bless him. And we're like, so we, God, I don't know what to do about the situation. And so yeah. if we were to act, so it's not that we don't pray about things. It's not that I don't pray about things. But if I were to genuinely track the ratio of work mm. versus prayer, if I were to genuinely track the ratio of thought energy versus prayer, yeah. if I were to genuinely track the ratio of strategic intentional planning versus prayer, yeah. what let's say someone else would realize looking in is, wow, mm. this dude is way more confident in his own abilities than he is in, in this God. Yeah. Because he works on it much more than he prays about it. Wow. And so I just got convicted like big time spirit of god i mean i'm boohoo i'm there with my mentor pastor we're sermon planning and i just start sobbing and i was just like lord i am so sorry like hmm. in my mind i know you're the hero you're the you're the intelligence you've got the good like you are the one to do mm -hmm. this but functionally in my life yeah. i have worked and yeah. structured like it's on me yeah. and i'll just give little sprinkles of prayer here and there and so what it's, what it's meant is I want to bathe, dunk, immerse, yep. saturate my life, situations, work, business life, career calling, yep. whatever it might be, children. I want it bathed, dunked, immersed yeah. in prayer. What I love about that is, uh, you know, I remember just uh, as I was starting to really grow in the Lord and I think about like some, for me in the co my college years, I'd start to read about these like Christians, like major Christian figures and they'd be like, and Hudson Taylor was, you know, stayed awake all night praying. And I'm, and I, to yeah. kind of your point, I'm like, like that sounds amazing. And I think I even tried it, and I was kind of like, and and Lord, help me with this, and help me with this, and I'm done. Like hey, I don't, I got a solid 37 minutes. Yeah, out of 37 that. minutes, and <laughs> and like, what do you, I, when some, when you're spending a lot of, if you're wanting to take some serious time with the Lord, yeah. and you're wanting to work it out with the Lord. There's just an honest, straight question that I know that over the years that I've had and wrestled with and and grown in some ways. Um, but like, w what are you really doing? Like, what are you actually doing in prayer other than, Lord, I don't know what to do. Can you show me? Like, period. What do, what do you do? And that's one of the things that as you've been kind of thinking through this bathing in prayer, yeah. I, I think has been great. And I and I and I really resonate with you know, of course, we're going to we're going to give our best to the Lord. And of course, we're going to think hard and we're going to have strong work ethic and all totally. that stuff. Of course, we're going to have all that. But, you know, if we're really relying on the Lord and we want to see him do what only he can do, obviously what that means is we want to have a robust prayer life. And so I think really Christians want to do this. They yeah. want to know how I think as believers, we want to know how do we do that. And so um, I, I really have connected with that kind of tension point as, and, and I think bathing in prayer is a concept that was really helpful for me. Yeah. Luke 11, Jesus. And, and if you look through Jesus's teachings on prayer, most of his teachings are on persistent prayer. Yeah. Like Jesus seems to deeply mm -hmm. value ongoing, persistent. And I'm from a Jewish background. We would call the word chutzpah. It's like, it means you're just, you're just, Abraham had chutzpah. Well, Lord, if, what if there's only 50? What if there's only 40? What if there's like, you're yeah. just, you're going back. God seems to like the, they just keep coming back yeah. sort of yeah. prayers. Yeah. So for me, what bathing something in prayer means, it's not just time. It's also frequency. Mm. So I'm the same way. I'm like, I'm relatively high energy. If you haven't picked it up already, I just it's threw true. water at you in the camera. That's okay. True. Relatively high energy. I, I, I like to be in one space for a little bit of time and then I want to move to the next mm. space and do the next thing. And so for me, how this looks is 
I'm going to spend some time praying about this, but then I am going to go and talk to a mentor. But then I'm going to come back and bring that to God in prayer. Mm. And then I'm going to go and I'm going to read a book from an expert about it. But then I'm going to go back and bring those thoughts to God in prayer. And then I'm going to go and I'm going to talk to my wife about it because God knows my wife has the answers because she is the gift from God in my life. Nancy, you heard that. And then I'm going to go back and bring that perfect advice from Nancy to God in prayer. And then I'm going to talk to a pastor buddy and I'm going to bring. So it's, it's about everything that I do. I'm not, I'm not moving away from wisdom and just sitting in some closet praying and then saying, and all the other things that God has provided, you know, I'm not, I'm going to pay attention and give credence to every gift God has Mm -hmm. given, but that is all going to sit under the immersive experience of prayer. Yeah. I, I like that. And I like the idea of, I like the practicality of that. I like it that it's just, that makes sense because it, it shouldn't be one pole is I'm, you know, I'm just praying and that, you know, just kind of all alone and just waiting for inspiration because I mean, God gave us each other and he gave us wisdom to pursue and the scripture and all those things, but it's also, it can also turn into the other extreme. Yeah. But it's basically prayer becomes the immersion. Whereas I'm wrestling with something, I'm seeking some, I'm seeking advice, and I'm bringing it back to the Lord. Lord, was that was that what you want me to hear? And then yes. I hear another thing. Lord, is this what? Because this this stuck out to me, but this didn't sound right. And working that out and kind of bathing every step over and over in prayer. Yep. I think that's super practical. Yep. Yep. So let's work this out practically speaking. So let's just say maybe it's like a young adult and they're trying to decide, they're in college, they're trying to decide about what major, or maybe it's not a young adult, maybe it's someone that's in their career and they get a career opportunity, um, but maybe that means they have to move or whatever. It's a major decision point. Or maybe it's not like a fork in the road moment. Maybe it's just an ongoing difficult relationship or maybe, um, maybe parents of grown children or teenage children that they're wrestling with. And it's just one of those things that they're, pers- it's, it's a major moment, major issue, ongoing, yeah. really struggle. Walk it out. How would they put into practice this idea of kind of bathing in prayer? Walk it out practically. Totally. That's great. Yeah. And, and the hope would be that this is an actionable principle that you can sure. actually do something mm-hmm. with. We want to be disciples who follow Jesus yeah. actively, progressively. So I would start with prayer. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things will be added. So that's probably a good mm-hmm. starting point, right? And so I would start with, all right, Lord, I don't quite know what to do in this situation. In James, you promised that, that if we lack wisdom, we can ask you and you give it liberally and without reproach. All right, Jesus, give me wisdom. Help me out in this situation. Mm-hmm. So I'm starting in prayer. Then I'm probably thinking, okay, who are the wise people God has placed around me that I could go to? You know, yep. so it might be your, your pastor, it might be a mentor, it might be your small group leader, your microchurch mm-hmm. leader in our context. Mm-hmm. So you go to someone like that, you run the scenario by them, you get a sense of what's happening, then I'm bringing that back to God in prayer. All right, Lord. Yep. And, and I'm dialoguing with God. Sometimes for some people uh, that might look like journaling. I'm yep. a verbal processor, so I'll literally talk out loud to God. Mm. I get clarity in my thinking when I verbalize out loud. So this is a little bit of self-awareness and knowing yourself, but sure. then you're processing that in whatever way or format works best for you with the Lord, mm-hmm. then you're going to the next trusted voice. So now you maybe go to a, a close friend mm-hmm. who's got a track record of wisdom and sound sure. judgment, right? Don't right. don't go to the the goofball that you're like, I actually wouldn't want my life to look anything <laughs> yeah. like theirs, but let me go see what they think. Like, Go to someone that's right. got some wisdom themselves yeah. and loves the Lord, and then again, you're bringing that back. Yeah. And what you're doing is you're fine-tuning your discernment over yeah. time. You know, when I prayed about it, I had this thought. And then when I talked to that mentor, they kind of said something similar. And I went back in prayer. I felt that even stronger. Then I talked to my friend and they they didn't know any of that. And all of a sudden they, and yeah. now you're starting to notice a trajectory of God's voice through people and through confirmation yeah. from his spirit 
and, and you're kind of, as you're bringing that back to the Lord, you're moving that ball further and further down the path. But at the center of it is, is the Lord. Yeah. At the center of it, you're hearing God's voice. So it's a, that sequencing of, of conversations, of podcasts, of books, yep. of people, all the while at each interval, right. you're bringing back your new learnings to the Lord in prayer. Yeah. And so the difference is uh, often it's like, let's say it's, should I take this career opportunity? It's like a mention in my prayer, Lord, yes. I, you know, and by the way, just show me what to do. Give me wisdom with this career opportunity. And then I go talk to my friends. I talk to my, my spouse and I read a book and I talk again. And then like I make the decision and say, hey, Lord, I hope this is the right one. Yes. You know, instead it's OK, Lord, here's this opportunity. I'm going to take some time and work it out in prayer. Like, Lord, I, I think this is maybe from you because of this, this, this. But I'm concerned about this and this part and this part doesn't fit. And. And then, uh, so just guide me in, uh, as I'm working through this. Then I go talk to, um, you know, my small group leader and say, hey, what do you think about this? Or that trusted friend that I know will tell me the truth, yeah. not just what I want to hear. Yeah, come on. And then I, I bring that back. And then I open, read the scriptures. And then I bring that back to prayer and say, Lord, was this from you? What was that from you? They said this. This didn't sit right. Or, but was that just me being sensitive and defensive? Mm -hmm. Or is that really from you? And so and then you pause and listen. Yeah. 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 Jesus said his sheep hear his voice. So it's like God actually might speak. He, yeah, uh, he might speak through his word. He might speak through an impression. He might. So you're pausing yes. as well for God to speak. Yeah, giving space for that. Well, mm -hmm. Let's come back to that in just a second. That, that's I want more on that. Okay. So, but the idea is not just a mention in prayer and then I go make the decision. It's I work through it in prayer and then each step of the way I'm bringing it back into the prayer context and just going over it and over it and over it. And I, one of the things you said that I I really. I really connected with, and I've experienced, in fact, we've experienced this together just as friends when we've done this with each other. I've said, hey, John, let me run this by you, is it's, man, the dynamic of being reminded of a living, active God when you're doing that and how he'll tie things together. It'll be like this scripture plus then this friend mentioned that scripture plus, you know, then this this mentor like says something that that is in line with this. And all of a sudden you're seeing like, wow, God, when I tuned my ear to you, you were speaking in, yeah. in a lot of those ways. Yep. But um, maybe maybe speak to the space of, and just kind of quietly listening, you yeah. know, because there might be someone that's like, well, Pastor John, like, I, I mean, am I listening for like an audible voice from heaven? Like, what am I, what, what am I, am I just listening for a feeling? I don't trust my feelings. Yeah. So speak to that, like just in that, in the bathing in prayer, yeah. the quiet listening piece. Yeah, yeah, there's a, there's a whole camp and, and sometimes it can get off on the theological reservation, but there's a whole camp of scripture where, mm. where you see characters in the Bible that are leaning in. It, it talks about it with Elijah. It's that still small voice. You know, we expect mm. these big majestic moments and oftentimes God's speaking in the stillness. Um, but these are, ex these are normative biblical expectations. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. Did, did he say they audibly hear my voice? No, but he did say they hear mm. my voice. And so I think this is where we lean into the reality that God does give. And some people get audible voices. I've never had that happen to me personally. Mm. But oftentimes it's a, it's, for me, it'll sound like it's a thought that randomly pops into my head. Yeah after I've invited Jesus in to speak to me, yeah. that often just sounds like my voice, but I'm like, I've never thought that before. Mm -hmm. Where did that thought come from? And eventually I'm like, yeah. well, it lines up with the Bible. It's tracking with what I yeah. sense God's already been saying. Oh, and I just invited God in and asked him, Lord, yeah. help me, give me wisdom. Maybe he's real. <laughs> and he actually like, Maybe he's like, I'll give you wisdom, like, right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, may, what if prayer was less about spiritual theory and more about a real yeah. person who loves us so much that he longs to give us wisdom from yeah. heaven if we just pause 
yeah. and are still long enough to listen. Yeah. And so for me, that's the other power. It's not just, it's not a spiritual platitude of like, yeah, 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 okay, I get it. I need to like give quick little moments to the idea of God more. No, the actual person yeah. of God, like give him space to speak. And that's the benefit of if you've got different voices and you're like, I think I heard God. If it doesn't line up with the Bible, no, you did not hear sure. God, right? He's not yeah. going to contradict his revealed word. But but you start, you learn to hear God's voice yeah. like you learn about ride a bike. Mm-hmm. You get on there, fall off a few times, hopefully have some friends who are good training wheels for you and you yeah. figure it out. Yeah, yeah, I think that's great. I think listening to the Lord, sometimes we're, um, some people just, it, they never think to, but I think others are afraid to because maybe they've seen someone abuse it. Yeah. And I think that's well-founded to have that concern. Totally. But if I think if someone's humbling themselves to hear from friends and, and, and to submit all that to Scripture, I think that is an important part of that dynamic with the relationship with God. So maybe some first steps. Um, I, I think this, this has been something, just the way that, John, you've couched this over the last several months since you shared this with me. I've been practicing it. It has been just really life-giving for me. But maybe just some first steps is create space for prayer in your life where you can do this because this is this takes time. But man, it is so life giving. It is not a drudgery. It's I've found it to be just the process of of processing it out loud with the Lord. Or for me, it's more I write it in a journal. Yeah. But yep. journaling it out or prayer walking or praying it out loud um, of just working out with the Lord. Man, there's something so healing. There's something that I I look forward to that time of working things out. So create that space and create that consistent space so that you can be coming back to the Lord and working it out and creating that dialogue with him. But any final kind of pieces of advice for someone who's wanting to start in putting bathing in, in prayer in their life? Any, any final words you have, uh, John? I think just doing it, getting ready. Like if you have expectations that you're like, I just, I'm not good at prayer yet. You probably won't be good at prayer for a little while, but you're going to get better at prayer yeah. if you do it. Yeah. So just giving yourself realistic expectations and grace to say, I want to lean in. I want to grow in this area. I'm going to carve out space to connect with God. And then I'm going to trust that if I set an appointment with him, he's going to show up and meet me and he won't leave me hanging. That's awesome. Well, let's do this. Here's how I want to close. Uh, can I ask you, John, can you just pray now for those listening that are maybe wanting to take a step in this and let's just maybe just pray over them and then I'll close this out. Totally. I'd love to do that. Jesus, you promised that your sheep hear your voice and you call them by name and they follow you. There's a promise for relational interaction, specifically in the arena of hearing your voice. And so, Lord, we we repent. I'm guessing many more listeners than just myself feel convicted if we did a ratio of how hard we work on things and think about things versus how much we pray about things, where our energies are leaning. And we want to lean on you way more than our own abilities. We want to lean not on our own understanding. So Lord, help us to move into this space of prayer in a more intentional, deliberate, and focused way where we are gleaning from and leaning on you and the wisdom you give from heaven in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, hey, thanks for joining us on the uh, City Rev Life podcast. John, thanks for being here, man. Really appreciate it. And uh, we will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the City Rev Life podcast. Feel free to subscribe and leave a rate and review. And we love it when you share it with your friends on social media. So don't forget to tag us at cityrev.church. If you're interested in more resources, download our City Rev Church app and follow us on social media. Thank you so much and have a great day.